jitters out of the way. We did. <laughs> hey, everybody. What's up? Welcome to another episode of the Gone Shooting Podcast. If you uh, would notice, we've upgraded. We've got sound effects here. Uh, just real quick, just so I can get this awkwardness out of the way. We actually fucked this up a minute <laughs> ago. We upgraded our sound a little bit, and the power tripped, and our, uh, our uh, mixer overheated. So here we are trying this again. Maybe a little odd and awkward because now we got to rehash kind of what we just <laughs> talked about. But we'll get to it. Uh, again, thanks again for everybody uh, joining in if you're listening to this. Thank you to everybody that listened to the first episode. We got so much great feedback on that uh, between messages, texts, comments, likes, all that kind of stuff. Uh, pretty exciting for just a small little podcast that we're getting uh, so much love. We got a great episode today. We got a two-part episode, actually, because we could probably just talk forever. But want everybody to be able to listen at their leisure and not have to pause within a three, four-hour podcast. So I don't think those really exist anyway. I think an uh, hour and a half is usually like the max on most of them, at least that I've seen. Yeah. Yeah, that's about right. So, again, and uh, and uh, not that we don't appreciate the texts and the messages and all that stuff, but if everybody could do us a solid and go to the Facebook page, like it up, comment, tell us what you like, tell us what you don't like, Tell us when we start fucking rambling too much, all that other bullshit. Uh, Tell us what you want to hear. Either way, uh, we appreciate every single bit of it. We are super grateful, and we got a great episode today. Uh, we are joined with our buddy, Will Campbell. Will, how are you? Doing fantastic. How are you, fellas? I already asked you this already, but we're going to ask you again. <laughs> well, it's, it's not recorded this time, so we got to... No, this time it is. We ain't going away right. this time. We're, we're good this time. We're good this time. We got uh, the fan to yeah. cool down the amp. Thank you for, uh, again, inviting us in, letting us drink a little bit, talk some bullshit, talk some good shit. You guys are welcome all the time, for yeah. sure. Quick, uh, thank you for having me. Quick... Shout out. Yeah, yeah, shout out. Oh, wrong one. Sorry. Say that again. Quick uh, shout out. There we go. <laughs> to Shelly for inviting us into the house as well. Thank you to Willie audience. and to Shelly. Our studio audience here between the dogs and Shelly. Uh, uh, hold on here. Yes. There's Shelly. There it is. She's All right. She's a really good clapper. Sounded we, good, Shelly. We had a... We had a lot of people to show up for there randomly just to clap for this thing. The show's going off really well. Uh, All right. Let's bring it back so, in. So, uh, yeah, let's get back on course here. Yeah, if you didn't notice, we're upgraded now. We have sound. We are speaking through actual microphones. We're not hovering over our phones looking like we're about to kiss each other. <laughs> so we are gold for this episode. Uh, so... Uh, <laughs> To us, it's going back on this, but to people listening, they don't know our fuck up from before. So, uh, I want to talk about again uh, the, what I talked about last week about the hated bands, right? Um, and because I quizzed you guys on this, so we're gonna miss this whole thing again. Mm -hmm. But I had mentioned Nickelback, Creed, and Godsmack as like three uh, rock bands, just limited to rock bands that just garnered hate, like hate from people. I've never known. People who love music to just hate hate other bands. Mm -hmm. Like there's bands I don't like, but I just don't fucking be like, oh god, I just fucking hate them. They're the worst thing that's ever happened to music and right. shit like that. And then uh, today I had thought of artists who are hated as well to finish out that list, and one that was 
probably not hated more than Nickelback, but I mentioned Kid Rock, mm-hmm. which is probably very like uh, that's a, that's a popular uh, reaction. We love them. I mean, he was one of my first albums, Devil Without a Cause, mm-hmm. uh, along with Creed. So I've knocked out two of the five that I have listed here. So that tells probably everybody what they needed about me, Will. Well, and you also got to think about Kid Rock with his whole political standpoint. That's also probably why he's really back into the news. I think he just likes to fuck with people. Like, right. Yeah. I mean, didn't he raise, like... It <laughs> he, was don't, a, he don't give a fucking shit. How much shit. money did he raise? It was like $200,000 or something. He just donated it all because he, obviously, it was kind of a gimmick. And right. he just it, was yeah. like, I can't take all the money you put forth in my campaign efforts. <laughs> he just, again, he's just Kid Rock being what Kid Rock is and just not giving a shit and fucking with people and making the news and getting everybody talking about him. Hey, uh, bad reaction is a good reaction in my opinion. I mean, mm-hmm. you're still getting a reaction. Yeah. So, yeah. Even though I don't like Green Day, they're still getting my reaction as much as I dislike them. But So, uh, the other band, Will, you mentioned before we... Or actually, during when we were getting everything going, was Limp Biscuit. Those would be the five groups that I would say are just in the rock world, probably hated more than anything. We throw back on them. Actually, I was listening to them with Bill in the truck today when we were riding. Limp? Oh, fuck yeah. Yeah. We listened to the whole uh, Chocolate Starfish album. Bro, I, I could listen to Hot Dog every. That was, day. That, was my, that was another one of my first albums I ever had. You're right. You remember that, Will? Oh, absolutely. And yeah. we all had the. Uh, I guess pleasure to see them at Rock on the Range, mm-hmm. and I must that was say, was a great show. It was, it was. a fantastic show. <laughs> we talked about that last week when I was going through my biscuit phase, and I had my red New York Yankees hat. You guys remember that? And I wore it backwards. I all do the time. remember that. Uh, I'm sorry. Did you just ask us if we remember that? Sorry. <laughs> I mean, I those, that, those I were tro- those were brain cell killing times. I remember so. that you had three New York Yankee caps, and you kept two the one you the one the ones you weren't wearing in the back of your Ford Escort. Okay, I'm going to call bullshit on that because I only had one. I would never... I already spent 40 bucks on that one. I'm not going to spend 80 more on I wish we had video of your face when I was saying that. Well, we don't, so... (laughs) (laughs) They got my bullshit reaction. Okay, so, Will, let's get to you today. Uh, You and I have known each other, I said this last week, for 23 fucking years. How does that make you feel? Old. Yeah. That's yeah, what, that's we're, we're getting 20, there, man. 20, 23 years. years. You're laughing about it, Shelley, but it's fucking true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> let's see here. Mr. Chanley Man over here, my next-door neighbor when I lived, obviously, with mom and dad growing up, um, Cindy and Doug Krause, mm-hmm. babysat Ryan. Yep, yep. And, you know, by default, he was the new kid next door. So I we, need to ask my mom about that because I don't even know how that came about. I don't know if that was like a newspaper ad or if somebody knew somebody. I I don't know how that came about. I'm not really sure. Actually, I really don't know. Yeah. That had been about the time that you guys were retiring. I mean, I'm sorry, that uh, the Krauses were retiring and um, doing I mean, a... I don't know. I mean, Doug. Doug was still working. He's, he's still coaching right now. Well, I, know. Well, I, was, right. I mean, it was about the time that the Krauses would have been retiring. I don't know. I wasn't there. Right. right. If so facto, <laughs> Chanley showed up. We became friends. I mean, we rode the bus together literally up until what sophomore year of high school. Then you being I the mean, size you were was normal to me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think anything of it. I haven't changed since about. Fifth grade, so there's that. No, it's all fun and games. We tease him, but he's one of the best dudes we've ever, I've ever known. 
Surely, same for you. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I've only for known sure. him eighteen. We uh, didn't really know each other. Well, I guess yeah, I guess it would have been but seventeen, eighteen years now. We played baseball against each other. We didn't really, other, but we didn't like, really you know, know each mm-hmm. other until we got to fifth grade, which what I would have been eleven. So yeah, twelve. Yeah, yeah. So. yeah about. Fifth grade wouldn't, you know, when the smaller elementaries, obviously, Tyler growing up at Trenton went to a different elementary than Chanley and I, so, you know, when we all merged together at the Edgewood Middle School, everyone kind of met new people and right. new friends. And well, That was a cool thing, too. We always played baseball together. I don't yeah. recall that we were ever on any different teams, to be honest with you. I think you and I were always on the same team. Not you two. Yeah, you two were always yeah. together, and uh, as we got a little bit older, we... <clears throat> You guys had a big rivalry with the old Trenton Thunder. Yeah, we yeah. were we were Shiloh. Shiloh. <laughs> you guys were Trenton. Trenton. <laughs> Not Trenton. Trenton. I'm, I, the, I'm the only one who says it that way. Trenton. <laughs> Your enunciation is on point. Mm. Mm-hmm. Do you get it? <laughs> point. Ouch. Yeah. So, yeah, we, uh, you know, uh, growing up, hanging out, Not I mean, sure basically every day because we really had no choice. I mean... <laughs> and uh you know I, I don't remember a whole lot about that kind of well, stuff because i mean was fucking 20 something chanley had ago. the uh blonde spiky hair it's kid, weird to say that really i've known short. somebody for at least 20 years like mm-hmm. i said you're the longest i've known anybody that's not related to me yeah I'm, and you that's, and then it's um, weird to say it's actually ashley wells and Corey wells's cousin will vaughn was also a kid that uh, Cindy and Doug babysat, and like between you and Will, like you were my two first friends, right? So yeah, and uh, I, we. Uh, <clears throat> I'm gonna fast forward just because I don't really remember a whole lot then. But for, for going to school and all that stuff, we always rode the same bus together, always sat together and everything, and a lot of music and all that stuff. Just we always had our, our CD players with our headphones and. Yep. Kind of like how I am with you now. Actually, both of you still, but you know, I see. I don't see you as much now, unfortunately. But we're growing ups. So we have lives to live, so we don't always get together. Well, so and you guys what, work together. That's why this is awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, that's so, true. So. You know how I said yeah. last week how I always kind of bounce music off of you. Uh, you know when I come to it, I'm like, "Fuck, you got to listen to this band." <laughs> but that's how you and I were. Oh, uh, dude, we used to have the Guitar Center magazine. Uh, We'd you know, be like uh, circling our what we want and what, this could be awesome. We had a band at one time. Yeah. I, well. <laughs> <laughs> See, that's the funny thing is you were the Shut reason. Shut the fuck up. You guys had a band. Well, yeah. Hold on. Let me get to this real quick. <laughs> he got a guitar, and he was the reason that I wanted to start playing. No way. Because See, here's the thing, though. He got good. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and, well and, they and, don't. Uh, you, you, did, did you buy a full-size guitar or a ukulele? <laughs> fuck you. Or a your-size guitar. <laughs> No, so, so he, he he got a guitar, okay, and Thanks, like Mom. seeing that in person was the coolest fucking thing I'd ever seen in my life. Yeah, and uh, there was one other person. He was a family friend. You remember the Johnsons, Robbie, yeah, Robbie Johnson. Yeah. He had one too, and he could actually play, unlike Will. But <laughs> hey, I tried. He took lessons. I got Yankee Doodle down pat. <laughs> <laughs> hey, are you going to come back for future shows? I feel like we're just shitting all over you right now. <laughs> Sorry, man. this is what we do. Hopefully, to be a part of this <laughs> but, in the long run. <laughs> but but so seeing that, I'm like, God, that, that's the coolest thing. And me, when I was five, I don't know if you know this or not. Uh, I actually took drum lessons when I was like five 
And my mom tells me she made me quit because I could not sit still and listen to the teacher. So I was just not, you know, she was just wasting her money on my on my drum lessons. That's pretty funny. I did not know that. No. But so uh, the band, I'm doing quotation marks right now, the band that we had. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> it was me, him, and Nathan Bubmeyer. And me and Nathan argued over who was going to be the drummer, even though neither of us had a drum set. <laughs> so, so that's the extent of that band. Right, yeah. I, but my argument was, I fucking took lessons when I was five. I know how to play the drums. <laughs> this is like sixth, seventh yeah. grade. No, I didn't He's know how to play the drums. He's currently 12. I was going to be the drummer slash singer, because at the time, I was also we were also in the Creed real big. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was the first... There's kind of like a two-part thing, like first bands I ever listened to. Like the first band I ever knew and uh, like identified was Nirvana, and then the first band that I actually loved was Creed. And you guys all remember that oh, because Chanley got me on because Creed. I wore the T-shirt three right. times a week, and everybody would always asked me, "Why are you wearing that T-shirt again?" Mm-hmm. I said, uh, "Because they're good." Mm-hmm. That was my argument. Every it time. started fading very quickly. It did. It did. Yep. And. Um, so uh, you know Scott Stapp was a, a you know a voice that at least <laughs> at that age my voice would get to and I just let out that that like gnarly scream that he had and I'm like so you also like Scott Stapp <laughs> and so I was gonna be the drummer slash singer uh, singer and Nathan was just gonna be uh, uh, delegated. Uh, to the bass. <laughs> Nobody cares about the bass player ever unless you're the lead singer and bass player. So. Right. Another funny story about yeah when we started, even before Nathan, so it was just like me and your idea, right, of starting yep. the band. Yep. I had written down a song, you know, because I'm a writer. Yeah, right. So I had lyrics. I was like, oh, this is going to be so good. This is going to be like our first song. What were so, we singing about? Like I don't lunch, even, lunch I do boxes not, <laughs> and I don't even know. schoolyards and no shit clue. like that? I'm sure it was basically like a, a Creed 2.0 at that point. But I remember you got in Can trouble. Can you take me lower? <laughs> Maybe. But you got in trouble one day for something you did at the house, mm. right? And your mom... That went, doesn't surprise me. Yeah, no, not at all. And Julie went through your shit and threw away my song. Yeah. And that was devastating. I'm trying to remember what 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 would I have done that to lose the song? It's terrible. You did something, and I'm, maybe you're looking up porn and found that. Actually, internet, you know what? Now that you say that, that's probably what it was. <laughs> I was probably I got in trouble many times for looking up porn. Yeah, yeah. and then she went through all your like notebooks and stuff, and my song went to the wayside. So. Yeah. He, I, there was probably some curse words in something that I had wrote down Maybe. too, so that probably didn't fly that too well. That could have been it too. I've ruined many things for bands that I'd had as I was growing up because I was just stupid as a kid. Right. <laughs> and that's why I'm so conservative now because I got it all out when I was 12. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, and the music thing, and it, I I remember one time, <laughs> score. <laughs> <laughs> We had Willie just shot a beer can into the trash can for anybody. That's why we're laughing from about twenty five feet away. Yeah. Count it. <laughs> so uh, I remember one time, and again, Creed. That was kind of like the first band that we had kind of gravita- uh, gravitated towards. And I remember Metallica just hitting big and randomly and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I remember you telling me about your cousin Brian. Absolutely, uh, who was a. I never got to meet him. I don't think or see him play guitar but apparently he was a pretty uh rocking guitar player yeah. and could play a lot of metallica and uh 
I, I remember like just like sitting in your room. Uh, I think we were playing Driver. I know that was a big game. Oh yeah, and Driver I used to play on PlayStation. The time. Yeah, and we listened to the Garage Inc. album. That yeah. was kind of my first like. Um, Maybe not my first, but one of the first uh, listens I had of Metallica, Garage Inc., not knowing what cover songs even were, that people played other people's songs. And I, you know, I, I mean, I thought that album was fantastic. I still do. I listen to it f- frequently now. Certainly. Um, we did that. I remember a lot of times. Uh, I don't know. I, it might have been your mom's mom, your grandma's that we used to go to. Oh, yeah, time. we used to go to grandma. Absolutely. Oh, God. Loved that. Everybody would make grandma, a dude. mean breakfast yeah. all the time. Uh, I remember we had our guitar, or I had my guitar down there. I don't think you had yours. I, t- I remember I just I hauled all mine. Your mom right. took us there and all that kind of stuff. We'd stay uh, the night know, wait, what? over at Grandma's house. Real quick, shout out <laughs> to your mom and dad because oh. they are two of the coolest fucking people. Mom and Papa Bear. <laughs> I, I've lost count of how old they are, but I'm ninety nine percent sure they're going to outlive me. Accurate, probably. Yeah. I mean, they are. I mean. You're right. as old as you feel, and they are like 25 and 26 in my mind. So, well, that's in their mind too. <laughs> so yeah, two, one of the best families I've ever met in my life. Because you guys were oh, always, always gracious to me, always, uh, uh, still are. I mean, yeah. I, I think we could probably show up at their doorstep right now, and they'd be like, "Come on in, mm-hmm. absolutely, let's go." Let me tell you, get the how, booze going. Let me tell you how nice they are. Okay, one night Willie and I. I don't even remember where we were. Uh, might have been a Reds game or something. Um, we decided uh, we decided to head on over to Mom and Pops. We walk in, and they were so fucking excited to see us <clears throat> that they ran down into the liquor cabinet and opened up a five-year-old bottle of Jack Daniels. Whew. Now I don't know what they were saving it for. If that they were saving be fresh it, as fuck. Oh my god! It was and, and like to that point, <clears throat> like nobody. In my mind, I was like, I don't know, 21, 22 at the time. Nobody had ever done anything that nice for me. <laughs> just a five-year bottle of Jack. Just <laughs> sitting down there collecting dust. And, you know, T-Rite's over here like, oh, my God, that's the best thing that's ever happened to me. My, my mouth started drooling like I was a boxer. Well, because at that time, we, you were more fond A drunk? Of, more fond of it. Yes, okay. You were a fucking alcoholic. <laughs> so whiskey was just like water to you. Yeah, yeah, those were good times. Those were good times. <laughs> I, I think. think. You I remember think. them? I was going to say, you remember them? <laughs> is, is there a fist bump noise? Um, let me see what I have saved here. I saved some of the like really cool <clears throat> stuff. I have this. Pa! No, oh, that'll work. Yeah, we can. Here. Uh, I think. Come on. Are you guys going to do it or what? I, I, I think. Pa! Yeah, you guys fist bump doing that. That works. Okay, cool. No, that, 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 night killer, was, that night was really good, though, because... We got that. Was this the tower night? I'm pretty sure. Was this the tower night? I'm so, pretty sure it was the tower you night. You know, one of those long nights at, you know, Bill and Kathy's house where the booze is flowing, the beers are flowing. All good booze goes to die. And well, hold on. As far as I know, this is every time I've ever been there exactly. since I've been an adult well, and legal to drink. I mean, don't throw them under the bus like that. I didn't say it was me. a bad thing. <laughs> <laughs> Other people might judge. No, I'm just kidding. Fuck them. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so by the end of the night, we had, like, Jack Daniels. We finished off, like, a Sacrum 7. Mm-hmm. Just random shit. Shots of schnapps. Schnapps are making me horny. Right, and then we, there in the kitchen table, we started stacking everything. And we were, like, the creators of Jenga, I swear to God. This tower was, like, two and a half feet tight. Oh, yeah. Of bottles and 
cans and mm. I don't even know. Man, and like, we left it there. That was the funny thing. Dangerous yeah. after a while. It, it, it was. It was. Um, yeah. It was wobbly. Yeah. It was definitely wobbly. As wobbly as we were. That's what he said. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it, until uh, until probably four years ago, I know I had it on on my old phone. Uh, the picture that we took at the end of the night. Yeah. Hmm. That's the thing yeah. with phones these days; they don't back up enough unless you paid nine ninety nine a month. No one wants to pay nine ninety nine a month. I actually found a loophole putting huh. all my shit onto a flash drive now. Just throw everything on there and delete it, and then continue on. Exactly. Smart. Yep. Yep. Anyhow. No idea what you guys are fucking talking <laughs> about, but <laughs> continue, please. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, uh, your parents always being uh, very welcoming and gracious to me. I've stayed. Stayed over there many nights, and we had many fun times playing PlayStation and all that kind of fun stuff, uh, listening to music, uh, playing guitar to the best of our abilities then, which was not very good at all, but it was still Definitely fun. Definitely not for myself. Again, it, that was just like the coolest thing to me, to see a guitar in person and somebody holding it. Like, I'd seen many music videos, and those were like, you know... It like, it like made me think, like, every time I'd go to a guitar center or something like that, I'd just be in awe like oh my god these things actually exist well, like and you know you pick it up and you strum it and the sound just booms out it is pretty cool i, mean, I always seriously did, i always had these moments where like i would do something like a pinch harmonic like those little squealing notes and i didn't know how they i did that at all it just kind of happened by accident i'd try yeah. to recreate it and it would just be the worst scene <laughs> like we're the worst sound ever. yeah I, i've never been able to play one so like the sound has always been what was fascinating right. to me but i sold you one so thank you yeah. for the money yeah that was um <laughs> ambitious it was ambitious I strummed it maybe three times. And you know what's funny about that is I Giggity. think you, you think you I think you may have asked me to help to, to like teach you. I've asked I've had so many people ask right. me to teach them how to play guitar and I'm not that good, to be honest with you. And I don't even know how I learned how to play guitar. Mm -hmm. I took lessons for a little bit, but Oh, you um, don't read music, right? No. Not no, like actual all, all like no, not like all like not natural like notes and all that kind of like notations and chord right. notes, all that shit. I don't, I can kind of do it, but I, even like when I was in jazz band, like I, I, I didn't even look at that. I looked at like the chords. I knew chords. Yeah. I knew the notes on the guitar. Right. I couldn't read music. Excuse me. Uh, That's like my cousin Brian though. He's never, he doesn't even know what a sheet of music is. I mean, it's all been, he picked I, up. I a, did tablature. That, right. That's, that that's was how, a big that's, thing. That's what right. taught me how to play songs. And then I think from there I took it on my own to, play guitar and i've had so many people ask me to teach them or whatever and i'm like i really hmm. i'd be the worst teacher ever because <laughs> i like i don't play technical i'm not a technical player like i'm i don't want to say i'm sloppy but i i just taught myself and took sure, it from there I'll and, get then, you. and then it was it was at a time when we were we were closer as far as uh like uh, you lived in Seven Mile, and I still lived in Trenton. Yeah, and we didn't have, um, well, at least I didn't have very many adult, we call them uh, responsibilities. And I know you had already had a job or whatever, so yeah. it was like we were real close as far as driving distance was. And, and that's when I was like, oh well, maybe we can, since we're hanging out like six out of seven days, maybe one of these days we can learn how to play the guitar. I had, and then I, I moved up to Oxford. The, the only this the reason I sold you that is because I sold. 
I had like six guitars at one point. Right. And, and for being my age, I'm like, yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, like, you didn't come you didn't, at me, bitch. You didn't approach me about selling me the guitar. You told you, me well, you wanted to play. And exactly. I think, you, yeah. I think you were taking three or four of them over to see if you could get some money out of them. And I was like, well, why don't you see what they'll give you for that one, and I'll buy it from you. How many guitars do you have it's now? Black. Uh, I have. Oh man. I'm really disappointed in myself because I had some nice guitars, and at the time I was kind of, uh, if my mom ever listens to this, she's going to be pissed at me because she's going to find out why I sold them. But uh, I sold a lot of my guitars because I just needed money at the time, and I was really uh, <laughs> desperate for money. I mean, no, it was not for weed. <laughs> 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 I, I just I literally needed money and just just to like stay ahead for the week because I was always doing like I, and I don't know you guys are probably the same way like you, your paychecks just go paycheck to paycheck <laughs> boom you're just you just go and you'd be like well I only bought gas so I didn't spend five hundred dollars <laughs> on gas this week <laughs> but that is the so, absolute so god's that, honest truth right so there. that's I how it went god. for me and I was like you know I don't. Your stand's fine. It's not. It's it's supposed to twist like that okay. for easy access. Okay. <laughs> so it's it. I just needed the money because I was like, I don't need all these guitars. I don't play them all. Right. I don't. I don't play in six different tunings. I mean, yeah, they're cool and everything, but I, you know, now as far as electric goes, I only have one, um, and I have two acoustics. Okay. Um, and you know. I you know I play my shows every now and then, which you guys came to. Absolutely, um, good stuff. It takes a lot so, of balls to go up there and do a solo act, and yeah, right, in front of random ass people. You have no clue who's going to walk it into is. the bar. It's a little yeah, nerve- tell me about it. I'm going to do some karaoke later on at Jen's. Oh, you are getting up there? Hell yeah! Your brother started being sketchy tonight. I'm well, like, I'll I'm drag like, his ass. I said, I'll give you. I'll buy a shot if you sing "Dust on the Bottle." And he's like, uh, I don't know. He was talking a mad game about getting up there and singing some Shania. I know he was. Man, I feel like How many beers did he drink? Today? No, that day he was talking about that. <laughs> well, not a, not at work, right? Can't nope. drink at work. Uh, yeah, we uh, were at technically work. Technically, we were at work, but we were off the clock, and it was after hours. I promise, Drew. It was after 5.30, the doors Drew's were closed. Drew's not going to listen to this. <laughs> Unless you tell him to. I mean, he may have heard me talking about it today. But Yeah, yeah. He'll, he'll give it a listen. Drew, Drew's really supportive of his people. Uh, Tanner had uh, two natty daddies. Okay, so he was probably feeling it, and he's probably like, I'm going to go up there and see some Shania. Right. Tanner was not feeling it on two natty daddies. I didn't, uh, I didn't when, want when they're to. 8% and you down them, yeah, you feel it. I don't know. I don't know. I, I was, can't speak for Tanner. So. I know. I took, he I, was talking a big game. He wasn't. He I, wasn't. He wasn't being what he was being today. Today he was like, oh, I don't know if I'm getting up there. I'm like, motherfucker, you were talking the other day about getting up there. You're the whole reason we're going. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he is definitely the whole reason we were going because he wanted to go go sing uh, some Shania karaoke. And By the way, I mean, real quick, we're all game for some uh, karaoke. I have a oh, shout out <laughs> to uh, Jen's on Friday nights. If people go, Lisa and Jim, they have the best karaoke sound best selection of songs we're gonna go there and tear it up i don't get to go much anymore but we're going tonight and we're gonna have a good time we could do a probably i don't know a seven part podcast on the nights we spend at jen's well False. you know why because <laughs> we, we don't remember remember anything so no but other honestly than- lisa and jim hands down in the area there's probably not a better karaoke bar to go to on friday nights mm-hmm. other uh i do remember the time 
So we're going to go stories here. Uh, I don't, I don't know. I guess to tail off on on, on you and me growing up, I, I mean that's just kind of where it went from there. Was music and True. things of that nature, and uh, basically I, mean, I started you into music in a roundabout way. That's what I got out of it. Yeah, At the end of the day, uh, playing music. Yeah, absolutely. Playing music. Sure. Um, it was just one of those like random ass things where, yeah. you know, I had a guitar. You saw it. You're like, oh, that's cool. <laughs> I'm gonna get one. You learned. You. I mean. Yeah, you can just pick things up like that, but like you worked at it. I remember you weren't good when you first started. Yeah, you kept practicing. I, I remember when we would sit on the bus, and um, uh, not the short bus. <laughs> was that a bad joke? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you know I love you. Um, I wish my spine was straight. <laughs> Fuck you. Guys. I, I too wish you had uh, all your vertebrae. <laughs> they're they're all there. They're just fused and crooked. <laughs> so I remember on the bus, um, we'd have our Walkmans. Each of us. Sometimes we'd be listening to them separately, whatever. And then uh, one of us would like maybe forget to change the batteries in it. Oh yeah. So it would die. Oh yeah. And we would just listen to the others from the outside because we'd listen to it on full blast. That's probably why I'm half deaf. Or now. or. I'd take out a battery, you'd take out a battery, we'd flip them, and, hope, uh, yeah. and hopefully that worked. That was ingenious back in the yeah. day. And we'd always piss everybody off, too, because they are always like, can you turn your music down? It's too loud. Like, it's um, headphone, bro. Um, like, um, no. Yeah, so. I just And then I, another quick memory. I remember there was something going on at my uh, at my parents' house. Well, I, I mean, in my house when I was a kid. Uh, I don't know. Some kind of party. I don't know. I had a bunch of family over, and... Uh, I remember you called me. You called to talk to me. You didn't call me. You called to talk to me at my house phone. Okay. Because you were... Wait, what? He called you on what? House phone. This, I know, they're archaic is, now. This is back in the day. They're archaic now. House phone? Yes. <laughs> um, you were so stoked just to tell me that you had just bought the uh, Metallica's Black Album. Yeah. And Accurate. You're like... Uh, <laughs> at the time, I don't know... I, I, I don't. Know. At the first, I was like, "Oh, I'm telling them I'm busy because I wasn't talking." I was, well, I was playing a game of cornhole, I think, or something. And I was like, "I was really good at it then." And you were just, you was like, "Dude, guess what I bought?" And I was like, "What?" And you put your phone up to your speaker. <laughs> well, right. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I might have been. I'm sure it was probably Interstate Man playing. Right. And uh, you're like, "I bought the blackout." I'm like, "No, you didn't." <laughs> yeah, I did. And just you know, just and little stuff like know, that. When, you, when you're kids, that's kind of innocent. Right. Honestly, and honestly, I mean, like all of our bus rides growing up, it was like Creed's albums, um, the Inner Sandman. Yeah, I listened to the Black Album. A lot of Metallica. A lot of Metallica. Nirvana was a big one for me then, too. And then that's when I started getting Alice in Chains were big, and then from that point on, I was done. Yep. Like, Alice in Chains just took over everything. So. How old, how old were you guys? Middle school. Middle school. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, that was also in middle school. Ninth. Speaking of Alice in Chains, what was it? Seventh grade when uh, old uh, Lanes died? 2002. We started high school in 03, 04. So, uh, eighth, seventh, eighth seventh, grade. Yeah, seventh grade, because I think it was math class. You came in and said you would never believe what happened. You know, Daly died. Uh, were you and I playing baseball together then? Because I remember I was in a baseball uniform when I got the news. I was getting ready to go to a game. Well, it may have been like the next day or whatever. I know. I th- I'm pretty sure it's Mrs. Mrs. Blair's class actually. Remember, Mrs. Blair? Were you guys playing Powerade then? Uh, 
I didn't play I power. So. Hmm. No. Anywho. Hmm. Yeah, that was, uh, one, of, that that was, was one of the uh, first like rock artists though that I remember, you know, actually dying. I was like, I mean, I still am. I'm still keen on like who's in bands and who plays in bands and when bands go on tour, what members are playing with who and all that kind of shit. And I mean, that was my favorite band from the from the moment I started listening to them. That was my favorite band on, and because I just never heard anything like that, like. Like the vocals sounded great, you know the harmonies. I mean, I, I could do a whole Alice in Chains podcast by myself, let alone other people. Right. So uh, we won't do that. But um, that was the first band I'd ever heard. And uh, so, anyways, uh, where were we going after that? I forgot. I was finishing off us growing up, and then we were going on to something else here. It's kind of like a tangent on a tangent. I was gonna say this is embarrassing doing this on it's the okay. podcast. No, but it's oh like, man, that's what this is for. Well, I, mean, I, know, I know, I know. I'm just trying to keep it going anyway, so it's interesting. But they're probably laughing now and making fun of us because I don't know where the fuck I was going with any of this at all. Oh, do you want? It's to- all good. That's Why are you laughing back there? <laughs> we sit down mostly unscripted. You lose a train of thought. I mean, you know, tis what tis. So what? we're uh, grown. We are. God damn it. <laughs> I had to boo myself on that one because as soon as I said it, I was like, shit, he's getting ready to stink eye me. So, we are adults now. Well, you just don't look like one. <laughs> God damn it. Fuck me. Damn. Well, come on, man. If you got something, fire it out, man. I don't have anything. I know. I'm just saying, why am I the... Ass end of all the jokes because you uh, are five the, foot the, one with your shoes on. Will I am. that is not my fault. Five three without shoes. <laughs> Wait, what? Five six and hockey skates. That motherfucker has grown since the last time we seen him. Hold on, he said he's five one with shoes and then five three without. That don't he make any sense. No, he I, said I'm five three. He said five three. Oh, okay, sorry. Maybe five three with like softball spikes on. Oh. Uh, maybe. <laughs> uh... Okay, so uh, speaking of softball spikes, I want to get I want to get one my favorite Willie story uh, out of the way. Please do. Um, Willie is better at at telling it than I am, um, because uh, because he recollects like the minor details, and we don't need to go into. Is this your league this past summer? I'm sorry. Is this your league? For no, no, no. Uh, softball spikes lead to baseball spikes. Leads to high school baseball. Oh, okay. Where uh, a fan, a rude fan. Hold on, real quick. I'm gonna ask this. Did you wear number two when you guys played softball this past summer? Of course. Uh, yeah. It's good to know. Number two. Number two, the best number two hitter I ever played with. Yeah. Number two position. I mean, None. well, I mean, like second base, not right. Was right, right. it the catcher? <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> well. <laughs> Technically, not anyway. technically not, four. He wasn't the catcher in baseball. Technically four. <laughs> anyway. Right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, where's that fucking sound tone at? <laughs> Thank you. There it is. So uh, I have to get used to this. This is new to me now. Okay. So I have to remember, like, oh, somebody tells a joke. I think or if I say something shitty. Yeah. I think you're doing a swell job. I think you're doing fantastic over there. So does our audience here yep. today. Thank you, uh, Shelly and Sleb and Trip and I know it's weird. They I have pause, say, but they man. have pause, but they somehow can clap. And like Zoe, that. and Zoe. 
Dude, she was hiding. Never put your beer in my cooler, then me open your beer, and then me drink your beer in my koozie, not knowing I drank your beer. <laughs> isn't Fuck. It, isn't it awful? That was so bad. <laughs> What'd you Natty Daddy 8%. You had his? Bullshit. <laughs> when did you have his? I, I, put, I just... I put the extra God. one in his cooler, and he didn't look. He just cracked it. He didn't look. I cracked it. open, just, just finished it. fucking gulped it, and I was like, God, <laughs> hey, he still got warm. Listen, listen <laughs> don't complain here, because I don't drink beer ever, and I'm right. sitting here drinking Absolutely. fucking Natty Daddy. Well, hey, uh, real quick, shout out. Fuck! I missed the wrong one again. <laughs> Start over. Do it again. Uh, real quick here, uh, shout out. Uh, Natty Daddy's currently 15 12 ounce cans for seven ninety nine. It's a steal. Speedway. Fucking Shout out for days. <laughs> Jesus God. <laughs> Remixing that shit. <laughs> you get drunk twice on eight bucks. Mm. They just got drunk on two gulps. <laughs> Tastes like man. <laughs> no Pine doubt. tar. No doubt. Okay. All right. Okay. So, so back, I want to hear this yeah, baseball story this. here. So, so rude, uh, yeah. So reel it back in. Yes. Uh, we are sixteen. It we're, was JV. Yeah, we're playing JV baseball. Uh, I'll kind of set the scene and then... Uh, Go ahead. So you know, we're playing some JV baseball. And uh, to take it back a little further than that, um, uh, a real a real uh, not nice, uh, mean, I guess, uh, name that people would often call Will is um, <clears throat> Frodo. Uh, Frodo from uh, Lord of the Rings, obviously very tiny, uh, Hobbit. Harry feet. He got called yeah. Simon a lot on the bus going back to Simon Birch. Yes. Well, you know That's that was th- only your what cousin? Is it? Is it, are you related to Meek? No, no. no. Family it, friend. Same just with Rob. Just with Rob. Right. Anywho, uh, that's pretty messed up. It's I didn't effective. know that. Yeah. Um, that's right. Anyway, so because he wore I glasses every now and then too. Right. Back in the day, yeah. He does kind of. You know. Yeah. Hey, you know if the bus went off course and you know. Crashed into a ravine. Oh, I'd I save people. I exactly. see it now. Exactly. Oh, your, your head's I, a, your head's a little larger than it should be and stuff. It's yeah, because I'm, I'm clearly not two foot. Five. Will's gonna never want to do this podcast ever again because he's like, fuck these guys. They I'm waited until they get me I'm out in front of everybody just to fuck me on here. God bless. All right, so you people would call Willie Frodo, and and naturally <coughs> that would that would really upset Willie. Yeah, you know when you're short and you're not supposed to be. Yeah, and, and some well, and people, you're, and, you know. It, you're a kid. I mean, sure. In, in all intents and purposes, you're still a kid, basically. Yeah. I mean, even, well, I'm even, not growing anymore, so I'm not a kid. In age, you're still a kid. <laughs> yeah. You're in high school. That's you're oh, not. we're talking then. Yeah, okay. So uh, not now. No, not now. But I'm still haven't grown since high school. So I don't see, know he that. roasted himself, so that just yeah, allowed right. us for more roast on him. <laughs> Anywho, let's get to the story. Come on, all right. <laughs> story time. So this is good. Uh, it doesn't really matter like what was going on in the game. I have a soundbite for this. Okay. Well, what had happened was what had happened was <laughs> actually we were, it does kind of matter in the game though because we it was a very close game. It was very close. It was very close. I remember what was going on. It was like one hit versus two hit going into actually it was no hitter on both sides, right? Going into like the fourth inning. See, I thought it was like at least two to one. See, like, is this high school? Hey, we, we were we were playing JV baseball. Yeah, right. So this is why this is why I wanted Willie to tell it because he remembers the minor details. <laughs> I remember the big <clears throat> details. Well, yeah, I don't okay, so there there were two outs. I'm up to the bat. Got a man on third, and a man on second. And gets pitching to me. Throws me literally four straight balls. So I'm I clearly take the walk. Thirteen inch strike zone to do that. To right. You. Yeah. So I'm like. <laughs> Nothing was there in my wheelhouse. My 
13-inch wheelhouse. And it wasn't a bunting situation. Definitely not a bunting situation. Two outs. Well, you know, if Coach Collins would have dropped the old squeeze play, I would have done it. But, anywho. So, I walk, get to first, bases loaded. Now, here's where the story kind of picks up. Tyler Roach, right? Uh, Is that right? Six, six, seven kid. I don't know. He's like six, seven. He played first base for Monroe. Yeah. So, clearly, when I show up on first base, my 5'2 stature... Maybe 5'4 in cleats. That's given me a little bit too much. Standing next to Tyler Roach, who's 6'7", the Monroe crowd had a (laughs) very... uh, They they found that funny. So This was before Monroe got a little more classy. Correct. Until T. Wright showed up at Monroe and made it classy. (laughs) You know, that may be true. It may be. So, anywho, I hear... I don't even know who the guy's... Adam Osterman, right? I cannot uh, neither confirm nor Can, deny. <laughs> Fair enough. You didn't think about this before I started telling the story, did you? No, I did not. <laughs> <laughs> Some of these people are my friends. <laughs> this is this is all off the record <laughs> in the court of law. So Fuck someone it. yells from the stands that I look like Frodo. I heard it. I'm on first base. What the fuck am I going to supposed to do? You know, like let's win this game. And we lost, right? We did. We lost two to one. I think whoever was up behind me struck out or popped out or whatever. Probably me. Go back in the dugout. <clears throat> no, they're, they're no, still talking. I wasn't that early in the lineup, but I probably struck out and popped out at some point. I think it was Billy Stevenson. <laughs> I think Billy was third. Oh well, okay. Whatever. Enough said. Yeah. Get back to the dugout, roll cleaning up her stuff. Still hearing some shit from the fans on the Monroe side. So I'm like, turn to T right. I'm like, I'm going over there. I'm saying something. This is bullshit. I'm not going to be made fun of for my height. So he's like, dude, I, I'm I'm beelining it towards the team and where we were playing. Way back far corner of the field, like we had a, a nice hike to our buses, and we we're all supposed to go down the first baseline where our bus would be closer. Well, Monroe went down the third baseline, so I'm like, I told Tyler, I'm like, listen, I'm going over there, pack up my shit. He's you know, he's a catcher, he's got his fucking yeah, he fucking is normal, normal bat bag. Bag, bag. Equipment. He's trying to get all the shit together. Anywho, we get out. We're like tracking these guys down. And I think you can probably take it from here. What happened once we got up there? And I said what I said to the guy. <laughs> no names spoken. Why don't I remember this? Well, this was. Uh, I don't know. I was with you guys. Anyways, I'm Maybe curious you about left this. to go to the bus. I don't know. It was only me, T Wright, and uh, I figured I would have heard there's this. There's two other folks that we won't mention be- due to legal issues. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. There's no <laughs> fucking legal issues here. There ain't nothing so, in this. There's legal issues if said coach goes coaching again. <laughs> so, yeah, so Willie, Willie chases old boy down. And uh, gets in his face, and the 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 other the other party, not a very tall man himself. Not at all. Um, they get into a verbal altercation, and 
then um, I don't know some a little bit of physicality. We basically just it was just like you know you shouldn't say that. It was it was kind of lame. And then we started walking away. We're like, all right, what did you say? I don't even remember. I mean, it was the heat of the moment. And all of a sudden, we hear Coach Khan yelling from right field, Get on the bus! Get on the damn bus! <laughs> like, we're, you know, four or five guys away from the team, chasing down the Monroe guys about to fight. Yeah. And he's just pissed off. So I'm like, you know what? It's not even worth it. Fuck this. We're just going to go to the bus. At that moment, some other person said something about Monroe kicking Edgewood's ass in football. Mm-hmm. And that sparked a fire plug in T. Wright's ass. So this dude, like, drops everything, bag and all. He winds up hooking the bag around his foot. He's dragging his, like, catcher equipment around his leg to, like, go literally fuck this person up, whoever yelled it. I never found out who it was. I don't even know. So, luckily enough, we basically kept our cool it was a pretty anticlimactic story in the end but we <laughs> we got back to the bus and well, then we had to run poles for days yeah that that's... had to apologize to Cottle the next day it wasn't it wasn't anticlimactic it just wouldn't it wouldn't translate well into story for these folks what what was right said because between, you had to be there that's okay what was said between me you and the, <clears throat> the other two or three people there and no, yeah. but it it gives everybody a good idea of the nice story of us and, and camaraderie. Yeah, exactly, right. exactly, right. exactly. Yeah. This dude's got my back. Ryan's got my back. So we're all in it together. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> we have no I, idea where we're at at this just, point. I just remember, uh, yeah, later on. Now that we're adults. Uh, uh, Speaking of gins, the fun times we've had at gins. I remember you guys going to town on a couple ACDC songs yourselves. I'm really hoping for that tonight. We did? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> nah, nah, I what was it? Are we getting into the ACDC special now? Or are no, we? That's we're waiting. Okay, nope, so nope. let's... let's. That's another episode. Let's back we'll up. Save it. We'll save that. Yeah. Okay. Um, so, uh, what we're going to do now, uh, we are going to do our... Uh, introductory of the top five segment that we'll hope to make a regular thing of. This was actually posed uh, by Mr. Jason Tindall, J. Tizzle. Oh, J. Tizzle, my nizzle. He uh, he commented on uh, something for us, and I don't have internet on my Kindle here, so I can't read anything. But anyways, uh, top five. Uh, he, we were going to do the top five segment anyway. I had mentioned that before. Um, he had said something about who we thought would be the next stars of the NFL, and he threw out some names. Uh, he threw out Andrew Luck, uh, Case Keenum, and uh, somebody else. I can't remember. I'm getting there. I'm close. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wait, hold on, hold on. I took out my outboard. What? Say that again. Uh, I'm getting close. That's what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Boom. So uh, we kind of amended it ourselves. We are going to do the top five. What we think next NFL uh, stars of guys who are already in the league. It's it's hard to judge guys that are. Uh, 
coming out of college, um, you know, it, it sometimes it's easy to see guys who are in their rookie season, uh, how they're going to play out. Sometimes not. Sometimes it turns out to be a little bit of a kind of a fraud season, I guess, in a way, if you want to call it that. Or one-hit wonder, I guess, would be a more proper term. Yeah. Um, so we, we I just, I guess I decided, I'm not trying to sound like a control freak here, but... Not at all. I, I had decided that it would probably best... Because sometimes you don't... Sometimes guys have stood out, and the best uh, example would be guys who have been in the league way more than five years and that have started to shine... And I think you guys can easily agree with me. Would be Case Keenum. Sure. Uh, he just—I don't know what sparked in him. I don't know what you know got him, got his gears grinding. But well, Minnesota is a really good team. Uh, true, true. But you have to at least be able to hold your own at the quarterback position to for the rest of your team to follow suit. Um. And I, I'm not, I'm not going to, like, pick on any teams or anything like they're picking on any players. But we've seen where teams are just loaded with talent. But everybody always looks at the quarterback position as, like, you're the head of the team. As far as on the field goes. Obviously, we know the head coach, whatever. Um, but it, if, if you don't have a quarterback that, it can least, that can at least do enough to get your team moving... Um, the rest of your players are probably not going to respond well. Would you guys agree with that? Oh, 100%. Hands down, and it, not even just Case Keenum in this year in particular. I saw something that was posted. It's really well put together um, about Nick Foles as well. Uh-huh. So it's like you have I'll, – I'll kind of explain this, and I'm looking at the, the photo. It's a little easier for me, but it says, you know, the Rams trade Sam Bradford to the Eagles for Nick Foles. Okay. Foles loses job with Rams to Case Keenum. Okay. The Eagles, the Eagles then draft Carson Wentz. Then the Eagles trade Bradford uh, yeah, to the Vikings. Yeah. You're talking about the cycle, right. cycle it's, thing. It's yeah. really kind of crazy how these guys. About. So then Bradford, um, Bradford gets hurt to, and then replaced by Keenum. Yeah. Wentz gets hurt and replaced by Foles. Keenum and Foles will then meet and yeah, as they did, as they did. Um, yeah, uh, that's the that's the best thing that I can think of, anyways, or the, uh, the best example for uh, people who you know it took longer than they probably expected to catch on into the league. So what we're going to do here is the top five. What we think, mm-hmm. top five next NFL stars that have been in the league five years or less. Um, I, I think that was a, a, a fair enough assessment as far as players go. Just because of that reason that I just give that, you know, not everybody always kicks it in into high gear when they first uh, come into the league. So, um, man, my, my fucking... Kindle is not working here. I don't know what's going on, bro. Well, if you guys haven't found the thing yet, then we'll not worry about it. Right, have you got up everybody's? Uh, yeah, I have everyone. I have everyone's. Okay. Can you? Can you? Willie, can you find what uh, Jason Tindall? What? What he? The original 
The original post that he put. Go back to um, the link of the first podcast. I believe it might be on there. Ah, uh, that's why. Is that super nerdy of me that I remember that? I don't think so. Okay. <laughs> uh, so we'll go ahead and read out ours first. We have a few honorable mentions I know that we had talked about uh, in a text message. Sure. Um, and then we'll read out everybody else's, and then we'll kind of see like the names that stick out the most. Um, I know I had kind of talked to you, Ty, privately uh, about like. <laughs> um, like my list initially just consisted of quarterbacks. Well, yeah, it's unbelievable. I'll actually elaborate a little bit on on why uh, everybody thinks of quarterbacks. I mean, go ahead. Well, first, I did find JT's original. This is Jason Tindall. Appreciate the activity, JT. Uh, J, shout out to JT. JT's been a friend of my brother, like one of the best friends of my brother for a very long time. Thus, you know, kind of family to us as well. Appreciate it, JT. So what he what he originally posted, which kind of sparked this whole top five NFL future stars thing, this is what he said. Hey, just thought I'd throw out a topic at you guys that might be interesting to talk about for a couple of minutes. Who, in both of your opinions, uh, will he be in three, of course, Yes. is the next upcoming star in the NFL? Todd Gurley, Case Keenum, Andrew Luck, etc. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I loved your first podcast, by the way. Really fun to just sit and listen to. Appreciate that it, shit we love. No doubt. We love that shit. I wake up in the morning, the first thing I look for is... Has anybody said anything new on the old page? So, JT uh, posted that, and now here we are. And so, basically, I was thinking long and hard. Yeah, yeah. Giggity. <laughs> nah. <laughs> okay, so I, I was thinking about it. And my, my fire is trying to catch up with, like, having a new signal and all that stuff, so it's being absolutely slow beyond belief so it i was no not thing. i was not on my app board for you for me to hit the that's what she said thing ain't no, that's what she said yes there ain't no go. thing here we go so so i went with uh i went with stars you know future stars now let, let me clarify this because i hadn't go ahead what that's what I was gonna, probably what you were about to say is like <sighs> we me, gave it a five-year buffer so if they've been in the league for five years then we're still counting them as new people, right? Five years or to less me, experience. Yeah. Yes. Just because of the example that I had given with Case Keenum. You know right. what I mean? Not saying he's necessarily a star, but right. he's made a name for himself now. Uh let me clarify with, with actual stars. We're we're talking people that um will probably mm, what we think maybe probably lead their position in maybe stats, I guess, and be the better of the group. Uh, I th- I told this to you. I think the day of the legend is done when Tom Brady retires. I don't think anybody will reach heights of that. I don't think anybody will reach heights of the stats of Manning and all that kind of stuff. Do you get what I'm saying? Right. Like, I, I don't think there's going to be all-timers anymore. Well, I'll tell you why, uh, at least in the next 20 years, it's going to be impossible to catch people like those guys couple of reasons uh drop dead or i'm sorry drop drop back passers are dead oh for sure they're dead um it, it's dual but threat. i have one on my list it's dual threat guys it's dual threat guys 
Uh, so they're going to be a lot of uh, running, running, st- rushing stats for those quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, I'm not saying that that those guys cannot. Uh, the drop back passers, uh, I think they 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 still have a place. But Are you saying it's going to be a primarily like you have to be a dual threat quarterback in order to live in the NFL? Yeah, because the NFL is a copycat league, and and the Patriot like 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 what Ryan said, when, when legends are going to you know pass on when Brady retires. You, that they, they're different. They're the exception to the rule. They win with what they have, uh, but they have a different system than anybody else. See, because if you think about it, people like Aaron Rodgers. We're we're, we're talking Aaron Rodgers. If he plays a full, healthy season, probably statistically the best quarterback in the league. Statistically, yeah. Record-wise, he's up there too. He's going to have the best record once he gets to the playoffs. That's a different story most of the time. But he's not a pocket passer. He drops back a five-step drop, seven-step drop. More times than not, yeah. he's on the edge trying to find somebody deep. Yeah. And great, that works for them. But the the day of the drop back passer will probably fade away pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, pe- people like Matthew Stafford, you know, they're they're going to have a place. He's a true pocket passer. He's you yeah. know step back, stand in there, and he takes a lot of shots. Um, but yeah, and I and because it's a copycat league, and I also think that the addition of uh, two two running backs like a like a like a dual headed monster. Yeah, Every um, league has two or three running backs. Actually, at this point, I mean, yeah, exactly. That's that's not that dominant it, running. You back. talk about uh, New Orleans. Like Drew's always been really good. They've got they've got Mark Ingram and Alvin Kamara. Uh, they both complement each other really well. Right, and that that's what the league's going to go to. Right, and it's going to be more screens to the running backs out of the backfield and smoke screens to yep. your receivers. So. I, I still think the quarterbacks are going to accrue pretty pretty good stats, uh-huh. um, but it's yeah. not going to be passing down the field for twenty five no. thirty yards. No, it's, it's going to be nobody's the, ever going to look it's like be the we, yak. There, there may be, be one or two guys that hit that like four thousand mark every sure. year. But, oh yeah, but it's still a passing league, but right. it's not necessarily the quarterback throwing the ball down the field passing. Exactly. It's the, exactly. the playmakers Screens. making plays passing. What, Screens, the little slants. What really of. sucks about that is probably five years ago that the draft classes that were coming out of the college ranks, a lot of quarterbacks a lot of quarterbacks were there. Right. Like that right. Tim Tebow was a perfect quarterback in what <clears throat> five years from now the NFL is going to be. Mm-hmm. He missed his mark by, you know, a couple of years on, on possibly being one of the all time great NFL players. Yeah. Yep. If it like him, li- you know, like right. him, hate him, you know, think he does things the right way, the wrong way, whatever, right, wrong, or indifferent with him. That kind of sucks for for people like him uh, because they kind of um, what do you say? They broke the mold. Yeah. Uh, with Urban and those guys that that were were doing that kind of thing, Rich Rodriguez, Rich Rodriguez, when when they were doing that kind of thing, and then you know now the NFL is probably going to go to it. I mean, Cam kind of broke the mold in that uh, into the NFL. So, what I want you, oh, you guys, uh, I mean, and you, and you don't, I'm not saying you're going to drag it out, but you don't have to, like, go into full detail, but, um, so, I want you guys to read out your top five. Yep. Which, by the way, uh, mine is not all quarterback dominated anymore. I, I, Mine's not even close. I kind of uh, revised my thinking, and it's so easy, like I said, to pinpoint, pinpoint the quarterback position, right. because... That's the first thing you look to when you come to the offense. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the quarterback's the I mean, one that guides the, guides the helm. I yeah. mean, 
Oh, uh, yeah, see, team. Well, okay. See, I took my top five list as if I had to pick five guys to build a team around. And that's fine. Right. That's, that's fine, too. That's kind of how I went with I'm okay with list. that. And uh, I figured you, I didn't know if like maybe the skill positions, obviously, would get a little bit more love. I, wanted, I think those I wanted, always do well, just they because, do because it's the skill position. Right, that's exactly. how you get the stats. That's how you get the points, right. too, for the most part. Absolutely. I kind of took a little backwards approach, so I'm kind of really curious to see your guys' list and mine. So let's. you want to go? Ty, yeah, yeah, yeah. Wanna, go right. ahead and do I'll, yours. I'll take it. So I, I went with stars, like not necessarily the best players, not necessarily the most impactful players, though I think that these, these top five guys will be. Uh, but stars, like guys the media wants to interview. Unfortunately, there's not many people who want to hear from Cameron Jordan. You know, it's what does Drew Brees think? You know, not many people want to hear from Sean Lee. What, what did Dak Prescott think went right. wrong? Absolutely. You know, nobody wants to hear from probably the best middle linebacker in the league, Bobby Wagner. Right. What happened, Russell Wilson? Right. You know, the, if that was the case, the list could and probably would be different and littered with people like Marshawn Lattimore, Joey Bosa, T.J. Watt, Jalen Ramsey, Aaron Donald. Uh, you, you guys might have those guys on your list. I, 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 the, only reason, the only reason I didn't do that is everyone is infatuated by points, 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 and the guys who score them. So, you know, I went with number five, Alvin Kamara for the New Orleans Saints. I, I would beg, I don't even know if Chanley has him on the list, but I bet you Chanley has him on his list. Yeah, so for many reasons. <laughs> one right. of the one of the one of the things that makes Kamara great, Sean Payton. Absolutely. Love him or hate him, he's an offensive genius. Uh presumably for at least a few more years, you're going to have Drew Brees. Yep. Uh you got Michael Thomas out there catching a lot of passes, yes. Mark Ingram, we've already talked about the yes. the dual-headed the, the dual threat um, running back I mean, how many times, I don't know, I wish I had this stat in front of me, how many times were go, Ingram, Ingram and Kamara on the field together? Right. You know, that's, I mean, that's unbelievable that a defense. I want to get this sound on audio here, so hold on one second. Uh, Is that not one of the most beautiful sounds you've ever heard in your life? So it's pretty unbelievable that, that a defense has to cover, I mean, those three guys. Um, so yeah. number number four, I went with uh, Ezekiel Elliott, the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. D- okay. Question: Are you going five to one? I am. In in that specific order? Yes, sir. Okay. Yep. So I went with Zeke number four. Uh, you don't have to be a specific order, but I was just I, d- I just want to know for kind of reading bottom to right. top. That's fine. I just want to know what he did though, because yeah. I think we all did this a little differently. Well, that's that's what makes that's fine this with great. Me. Right. So, uh, Zeke of the Cowboys, uh, a lot of things that make him great. He's ferocious. He's tenacious. He's got a young quarterback who doesn't turn the ball over in Dak Prescott. They have a great chemistry, and he is probably the hardest-working young player in the league. I don't think anyone's going to disagree uh, with that. You know, un- I unfortunately, agree wholeheartedly. Unfortunately, he's uh, you know been wrapped up in whatever he's been dealing with. Bullshit. Yeah, and it'll probably, you know, it'll probably be, probably be de- done here pretty soon. Uh, number three, based on what I've said before, you guys will understand. Zeke this will be one. back on course this season. Yes. Dallas will. I don't know how far they'll be <laughs> come playoff time, but I, when they get him back for a full season, they'll be okay. Yeah, I agree. Number three, you guys will understand this one based on what I've said before. Kareem Hunt, running back, Kansas City Chiefs. Absolutely. Quietly, extremely quietly, this year he was the rushing champ. 
And he had several games where he didn't even hit 100 yards, right? Really? Oh, yeah. He yeah, was the he rushing champ. The, he led the league in rushing yards. Did Gurley sit out the last game? I think Gurley finished like fifth. Nah, Gurley was two, but it two. was only like 20 sure? yards behind. Uh, yeah, go ahead, pull it up, Hoss. I will. I, I don't, uh, I'm pretty sure of that. I'm not 100%, but. So, you know, rushing champ. Yeah. I mean, yeah. he had 13. He, he was two by, let's see, 1327 to 1305. 20, so 22 yards, yeah. yeah. So, you know, he had 13. Uh, this is Kareem Hunt. 1,300 yards, eight touchdowns rushing, 450 yards, three touchdowns receiving. Okay, so he's in a QB league. Yep. Alex Smith was in Fuego. That's on fire for you Spanish majors. He was he was doing what he did this year. You know, I mean, I, I don't know how many touchdowns Travis Kelsey had, but it was a shitload. Yeah. And still Kareem yep. Hunt had 11 touchdowns and, you know, Seven hundred or seventeen hundred, uh, more more than seventeen hundred all. I mean, yards. the the nation got introduced to him on the first game of the year. Bingo! Like right out the gate, he put the ball on the ground. Exactly. Yeah, I was just getting racist. He that. put the ball on the ground, and everybody was like, "Well, the, the Chiefs I mean, are going to suck ass." Right. And Patriots are just going to walk all over this game. And then he blew up. Right. All right. So moving on, number two, no surprise. I I, I would assume no surprise to anybody. Todd Gurley, running back, L.A. Rams. I mean, my dude had 1,300 yards rushing, uh, as we've already said there. Yep. 13 rushing touchdowns, 800 yards, and six touchdowns receiving. I mean, that's that's 19 touchdowns in a QB-ridden uh-huh. league. Yeah. Where, where it, where, and you, you think of Todd Gurley as a bruiser. Right. He is huge. He runs between the tackles a lot. And you th- you think of him as like an old school between the tackles kind of pounded in there yeah yeah rusher, <laughs> <laughs> and and he was still able to do that. Uh, so you know I mean he's a beast. He yep. he almost single handedly carried them at times, and they had an eleven and five record. Uh, in the loss to Atlanta, he had a hundred yards and, and ten receiving targets. I think four catches or something like that. Yeah. But so. He had a seven-yard average in the the playoff loss. Um, uh, another subject is how the hell did he not get the ball more? Right. He was averaging seven yards. They only scored thirteen points, I think. Right? Is that right? I think Atlanta yeah, just a field goal game. they just got out and they completely abandoned I mean, their we, best well, offense. Yeah. It's, <laughs> well, it's sad because that was a home game too. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean yeah. That, yeah. that team should not have performed that bad. Exactly. And I really think it was just I think it was early nervous jitters. Yeah. Young team in the playoffs facing the Super Bowl loser. I mean, I just I watched that game and I was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, it was weird. It we'll, was a weird weird game. We'll we'll get more to the teams cuz I got a question for you guys when we yeah, finish this sure. up, so. So, number 1, I feel like I feel like this should be. I feel like this should be pretty, uh, pretty across the board. Number one's got to be Carson Wentz. We've already talked about it. It's a quarterback league, and he's a quarterback for the Eagles. Uh, in my opinion, and I'm a huge Tom Brady fan. Carson Wentz is the league MVP this year. Um, I, you know, I so. I Nick, so. Nick, Nick Foles and is Carson doing, Wentz played 13 games. Yeah, Nick Nick Foles is doing what he's doing, but that was one game. Okay, so everybody right. needs to relax on that. Um, Carson is the dual threat quarterback of the future. Absolutely. He is smart. 
He's exciting. He's physical. He's fearless. He's a great teammate. I don't know. I know you guys watched the game. Do you remember when they were just kicking the living shit out of the Vikings and it cut over to Wentz and he had the biggest smile on exactly. his face? Exactly. Yeah. You know, he's going to get, if, if they win this game, he's right. going to get a ring. It's not going to be his per se, but he's going to get a ring. Oh. Same as Drew Bledsoe he got a ring. He, he has every. He has. I mean, he has that ring. That's, yeah. that's still his. Thirteen. They games. are in the position that they are in because of what he did through the season. Yeah, Absolutely. for sure. And they, they that got, team was motivated beyond belief by how good he was playing. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that carried over to Foles because he feels that energy. And not to mention, I mean, Foles has had. Uh, ample starting experience yeah. so he was able to just fit right in right it's and peterson I mean, talk about being impressive like that's maybe luck whatever but that's awesome to have like two solid quarterbacks right Co- coach peterson and that franchise put the pieces around carson wentz mm-hmm. they knew what they had last year in wentz going into this offseason and whatever week it was where they brought jaye over like mm-hmm. blunt was a great addition right but sure. I mean, my dude, Blunt, cannot handle a full load. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, for an entire game, you know, he just can't. So they, they went out and got a Jai, a Jai who? Great. I, I, it'd be it'd be really difficult for me to argue against him being in a top five list. That's true. And he That's got true. him for dirt. You, you know what? I, I forget about that just because of him being what, traded. Fifth, like fifth round yeah. trade or something? Fifth round pick? Something. Stupid. It was Real quick, do you have any honorable mentions of people – to look for, I, I do, but I don't want to say them just in case they're on your guys' list. That's fine. Here, I'll, I'll, I'll give well, a shit. Here, Go ahead. I'll go to You're mine. Go, let me tell you this: you guys are going to be surprised by my honorable mentions and my top five. So, uh, same here. Believe me. Glad. I'm glad. I'm happy about that. Well, uh, your top five. Okay. So here are my top five. I feel like I played a little. I think I have some deep top fives because, like I said, I looked at this as top five players who I'd want to build a team around okay. that are five years or less experience. Uh-huh. Um, no no specific order by any means. I just I wrote them down. Here's yeah. my five people. I will go ahead and just cross off Carson Wentz. He was on mine as well. Um, I mean, dude, 6'5", 237. He's a big body. Only played 13 games this season. Went 265 out of 440. Um, attempts. He, um, I mean, dude had 33 touchdowns. Yeah. 33 touchdowns yep. in 13 games. Yep. And only seven picks. Right. And not to add, not to mention, he added 299 rushing yards. I mean, I, I can't see him not being, I can't see him not being like a future product of this league. Right. Hands down. So we, obviously, Tyler and I agree on that. Uh, next, I have Christian McCaffrey, um, kind of like Kamara. A, you know, he's a smaller guy, but on a team that he's going to catch, he caught what eighty passes, five touchdowns receiving, three rushing. He added another um, amazing for a rookie. Oh, it's for a, a rookie who is basically the number two, right? Because you still have Jonathan Stewart there and. I think his stats as a rookie can only go whoa, 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 higher. Hold on. What did you say? Jonathan Stewart. You hate Christian, Christian McCaffrey, right? Am I I'm right? I'm so sorry. Okay. I'm like. Continue. <laughs> Just ignore me. I mean, you know. For some reason, I don't know what I was thinking, 
But for some reason in my head, I had Alvin Kamara. Right. Well, that's <laughs> why I'm talking about Chris. It, it's like I said, like Kamara. Yeah, so yeah, that's so probably maybe, why you're thinking. Maybe that's where I was going. So with Chris that. McCaffrey and Kamara. I am boozed already. Oh Jesus Christ! Okay, let's get me through my list here. <laughs> McCaffrey had 80 receptions no, as not, a I'm not that running back. Yep. Rookie year. It's amazing. Five touchdowns, and he had 607 yards oh, after the catch. 80 catches? And Ooh. 607 yards wow. after catch. So, that, like you were saying, he fits in perfect to the league that's becoming. Agreed. Right? Agreed. All right. <clears throat> Next on my list, I have uh, Juju Smith-Schuster. I like that. I like that. Thank you. He's he sometimes... You don't think about these guys sometimes because of who's uh, in front of them, right? The 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 bigger when you think of the Steelers, name. you either think of Big Ben or Antonio Brown. So that's I like that one a lot. Or I like that one Martavius a lot. Bryant, who was supposed to be the main guy this year, basically he just turned into and a he money went, greedy little bitch. So bingo, and then in steps Juju. I mean, I hate the Steelers with every ounce of my life, but <laughs> you can't deny the guy did well i mean he caught 58 balls yep. for 917 yards and seven touchdowns yeah and he only played 14 games mm-hmm. not a bad stat line there um next on my list i osu product i'm going a little defense for my final well for this one i'm gonna take joey bosa okay Duke, like a lot Six five two eighty. he played all 16 games this year he had 54 solo tackles 12 and a half sacks Four forced fumbles and a recovery. Uh, he's put together actually two pretty solid years since he's been in the league. Mm-hmm. I just see that going straight up. You can't argue with it. I mean, uh, just the solid production. Yeah, I mean, good numbers, young player, good team. I'll I'll say this about the Chargers: they're only going to get better. Mm-hmm. Regardless of the Philip Rivers situation, they're still mm-hmm. getting better. Yeah, they're adjusting. Uh, you know, same way with the Rams are they're adjusting. But I think the Chargers, in my opinion, I think they will take over the AFC West. But go ahead, uh, you have one more. Yeah, my last one is <laughs> I'm throwing out an offensive lineman. Hey, I don't know if that's an in your guys. Uh, well, well, probably not, not your me. List, but so. go ahead, my man. Little biased here, but I went to school with Brandon Brooks. Okay, offensive lineman of the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay, mm-hmm. he's in the Super Bowl. Clearly, I mean, went to Miami, dude. He's an absolutely is he a starter? Yeah, absolutely, he is. Okay, listen, man, listen to this. So, yep. Let me get to my notes. <laughs> I so, like that you real quick. I like that you guys just. This is awesome to me because I just have two, like, extended post-it notes of my shit, but you guys went, like, full on, like, dude. Like, I, I asked you, you when you walked in the door, you said, I, or I was like, did you just do a whole college assignment on this? Like, it wasn't that, to me, it wasn't that difficult to think about, but I love that you guys went in, like, all in on this. Yeah. Dude, I went all yeah. in today. So, personally... Uh, hold on here. I've got like a hundred names written down that I have uh, to sort. Hold on yeah. a second here. I'm going to shout out to both of you. That's a <laughs> shout out for each of you for doing this. 
uh, as fucking detailed as you did because now I feel like a fucking dumbass. No, 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 no. So no, don't do that. the difference, the difference between the only difference between I'm better at explaining myself as I go well, than I am writing it. Well, now, yeah, and so. the only the only difference between what we have written down is that I had what you had. But I just transcribed it into something that I could follow. That's fine. Right. It's like it's like a it's like a script. I'm better at just going off the cuff than I am reading, you know, wh- why I like something or why I did what I did. But go ahead. Uh, so your offense lineman? <coughs> yeah, Brandon Brooks. Brandon so Brooks. when I was at Miami, I started athletic athletic training. Yep. I was with the team. Brandon Brooks was one of my. Um, patience, so to speak. Uh-huh. I mean, he was he was on the team um, at the time. It was stories kind of, after this about uh, your yes. Oh yeah, we'll get to that on yes. another day. Um, no, so, we'll get to it after this. Okay. Well, Brandon, stand up guy. Like I said, awesome. Um, it was kind of funny because watching him and talking to other people. Yeah. Everyone's like, oh, he's you know he's really good. He's gonna make it. Blah blah blah. And like you don't really see that coming from Miami because it's, I'm sorry, it's Miami. We're you know, we're D one. We're but you know what, duteous. But but right. you know what, Scholastic. though. Right. Let me just throw something out real quick before you finish. I'm, I'm sorry to keep no, interrupting you. I think people have taken more notice now of Miami because of Big Ben. Oh, oh absolutely. Well, now listen to this. And Wally Zerbiak. <laughs> well, listen to this though. Mr. Brandon Brooks did not get invited to the combine yeah. in Indianapolis. I mean, that's a hot skip even... and a jump away, which is. Everyone, I think, looked at that and was like, well, that's that's crazy. This guy's going to be really good, okay? So let me tell you this. Shout out to Zoe. <laughs> yeah, that Slavin, was Slavin. sorry. My dog Slav is barking in the background. My bad, guys. So Mr. Brandon Brooks got drafted 76 overall to the Texans. He finished out his rookie contract with the yep. Texans. He, yep. he only played, I think, maybe five or six games his rookie season, played the next two seasons with them. Yep. I don't know why he – I don't know if they didn't feel like they needed to resign him, but he, he tests the free agent market. Mm. Goes Philadelphia, signs a five-year, $40 million deal. So clearly they're like, we see potential in this guy. Right. 6'5", 340. He started – well, I'll just give me, I'll give you the two year stats that he's been with Philly. He's played thirty games, only has one false start penalty, only has three holds in thirty games and five sacks allowed. I honestly say, you know, you build a line in thirty games. In thirty games. He's right guard, so he's he's Pretty he's not a tackle. But he's a right that's guard. A, that's actually very you, you see what I mean uh, uh, w- w- about the, the, how the league is being broadcast to the fans? Because mm-hmm. uh, somebody who watches every single game like we do, and I had no fucking idea right. that that was a stat right, right. there. Dude, literally, that's insane. two-year to- it's, it's, two I mean, it's all about the points. Like, how, do you, how do you get there? Kind no of one realized, like, I'm sorry, it, the NFL is the NFL, but it's one between the offense and defensive line Oh, still. for sure. And having a guy like this, he made us. He made the Pro Bowl this year too, which yeah, is even more him. cool. So good yeah, literally him. thirty games played with Philly, one false start penalty, three holds, and five sacks allowed in two years. Well, you know what? Even though he's probably not going to listen to this, we are going to shout out to Brandon Brooks. Brandon Brooks, sorry, homegrown Miami, uh, Philadelphia Eagles. He's getting ready to play in the fucking Super Bowl, my Absolutely. friends. Absolutely. Had to throw uh, him on the list. So, Chanley, let's hear your top uh, five. You know, well, r- real quick, just, I mean, even still being elected to the Pro Bowl is still 
a, a big deal. Oh, absolutely. I mean, that's still prestigious. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> right. Okay, so my top five. Nobody's going to watch it, but it's still prestigious. <laughs> right. Skills comp, man. Yeah. Still get a shitload of money for making right. it. Right. Right. Uh, my top five. I am not the sports guru that you guys are. I pay pretty close attention. I'm, uh, I would say, because of fantasy football, I've become more keen to stats uh, in a way. Um, I, I guess. I mean, mine initially was literally uh, out of my top five. Literally, initially when I did this, I had four quarterbacks. Yeah, and I'm like, I can't. And you guys are probably going to shit yourselves when I mention my honorable mentions. <laughs> when I mention my honorable mentions, <laughs> uh, and hey. I'll ex- I'll explain them why too when I do. Willie had an offensive lineman. I think I can take it. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> seriously, I I don't even have honorable mentions because. At the That's end of the day, well, when <laughs> when I looked at it, I was like, dude, there's so many people in the league that are good. Exactly. I mean, um, picking five, I just was like, I want offense, defensive line, and then three skill guys. It's so easy to like look at rookies and be like, he was baller this year. Like, he fucking killed it. So it's easy to say that he was going to be a top guy. But so let me run through my top five. Uh, some of it I don't necessarily need to explain because we've already talked about them. Uh, yeah. Todd Gurley. Easily. Absolutely. He was my non-Christian McCaffrey pick. He's easy in top five. I mean, you and I talked uh, last time before we did the podcast that he, you know, rookie season, came on strong. Sophomore season, eh, a little bit of a downturn. But based on where they are now, I think that he can only go up. And that leads me to my top, or to my next one, number four, Jared Goff. Jared Goff. Yeah, Absolutely. Um, it, and that goes to the conversation about pocket passers. Another conversation you and I had. Uh, one of the few guys that is probably a natural pocket passer. Yeah. And can also probably make his living off of being that because to me, his ceiling is a lot higher than other guys. Yeah. Because of what we saw last season. That could be there, and then the transformation in this season was unreal. And I don't know if that's because of uh, McVeigh uh, being the coach, but I just think golf has unlimited potential. Three big factors: McVeigh, you already said, yes. The addition of the receivers, yes, that they got uh, three of them this year, and uh, and a couple mentions, by the way, from people who commented on this. And the offensive line. Yeah. They, they went all out yep. to the offensive line this year. Hands so down. I think Goff has, to me, has the, has the most potential of anybody as far as this. Uh, if anybody can category. be the legend status that we, we think, mm-hmm. uh, if anybody has that who can touch a, a Manning or a, a Brady or, potential. A, or a Breeze, Breeze. It, it's him. Yeah, okay. I, I would throw out Breeze more. I, again, I I don't know how to explain it necessarily. I think there's like, um, you know, uh, the old time quarterbacks that we, the Unitas, Bradshaw, Montana, things of that El- nature. Elway. Then you have Elway. Then you have Manning, Brady, those guys. And then Plus I have think to realize have like, too, like with even with Elway, Elway, he may have what. 3,500 yards passing. Right. That was like a lot back then. Now Running you're, now was you're more hitting, than a big Yeah, deal. now you're hitting 5,000. Like at 
drop of the hat. And then you have like the Breeze, Rivers, Rogers, Rogers, that kind of category. I would throw golf into the Breeze, Rogers category. Yeah. And that's not a bad thing at all. Um, so we'll go from there. And then did any of you guys, you guys didn't have defense players, did you? I had one. No, I, I, made, I had Bosa. Bosa, okay. I made mention to five guys that the list could have been if people cared about defensive players. My number three, because I loved his – I mean, his play was undeniable. I loved his attitude. I loved his, like, no-back-down mentality, which, I mean, bleeds into his attitude. Linebacker? Jalen Ramsey. Hmm. Yep. Uh, as far as the corner position goes – I mean, what can you really say bad about him? I mean, other than and, – and not that they didn't back down the Patriots game because, I mean, they were right there with them the whole time. No, the referees gave them the game. Well, you know, whatever. They yeah, did. Another but. time, right? <laughs> not not enough. <laughs> Private <time>. conversation. <laughs> uh, Jalen Ramsey. Uh, I mean, just – I mean, for a rookie season, I well, mean, come for any, on. For anybody who watched the Patriots-Jaguars game, there was a play you and I talked about. I couldn't believe it. I pointed it out to you that Jay was on the defensive left side. Brady threw a bomb to the offensive left side, like outside the fucking hash. Right. And right. Jalen Ramsey was over there. He yeah. was on the right side, the defensive left side, the offensive right side of the field. And Brady threw it high up in the air, and and I was like, "Where the hell did Jalen Ramsey come from?" Right, it was unbelievable. You don't you don't really see that anymore. Right, that's a that's a young guy, like he was selling out to win. Mm-hmm. So I don't I don't disagree with you. I just there's not many stars anymore on the defensive end. I mean, we have guys that have been there for the league, Luke Keekley, things of that nature. Even then, he's only been like what six years. Right, I mean, you know, like he's still. He's still kind of fresh compared to other star linebackers. Jalen Ramsey, I just, again, in the golf category, unlimited potential. Yeah, sure. I agree. Uh, number two uh, seemed to be a consensus amongst us. At least uh, he was in your list. I, I don't think he was in yours, but I know you're not going to disagree. was Alvin Kamara. No, absolutely. <laughs> I, I, took, I took McCaffrey because I knew you would take Kamara. I didn't know you would. I knew you would. So, and that's fine. Yeah, um, same, same player basically. And I'm just gonna elaborate because for those who don't know me, I am a Tennessee Volunteers football fan. Boo! I'm not doing the soundbite for that. <laughs> we got it. Don't worry. <laughs> uh, and that's mainly revolves around because Peyton Manning is my favorite football player of all time. Boo! So that also means that I'm a Colts fan. Um, suck it, T. Right. <laughs> Whatever. I farted, so that's why I thought about that. Hashtag whatever. That's on record. Um, Alvin Kamara, Vols. And you know what's cool about that is he was, th- he was a third-round draft pick. He wasn't even he wasn't a starter. Uh, Jalen Strong was the starter for Tennessee. And Kamara would – I mean, he was third down at best. Yeah. And, I mean – it wasn't until Tennessee's pro day that he was even on anybody's radar, and it, it, it wasn't. And he as, was only on Sean Payton's radar, exactly. <laughs> so he wasn't. It wasn't that he necessarily outplayed uh, Strong, but it was just that he just. Again, maybe maybe this is maybe this is the theme of my list is the unlimited potential. Again, you cannot. He's a he's the number two running back. Um, he he. he 
obviously catches passes probably almost better than any running back in the league. Maybe Christian McCaffrey would McCaffrey would be the next the only one I could probably argue with that. But he also can run the ball. He can run it angry. He's not afraid to take a hit. And I mean the dude was just on fire all season. I mean, and I can say this from my standpoint, uh, my luck in fantasy football, I drafted him in both leagues, not really thinking much of him. I just drafted him. I mean, he was a running back that was 14th, available. 15th, 16th round. You know, first couple games, a little bit slow. Um, but, uh, so, I, <laughs> so I dropped him. Luckily, this is the only lucky thing that happened to me all season was that nobody else picked him up. So I was able to pick him up back <laughs> in both leagues that I was doing. And I ended up starting him. Every, every fucking game. Yeah. Every game he was in my starting lineup as a number two running back because he was just ripping every defense up that he possibly could. And then, of course, the thing that he fucked me the most. probably would have won you some money if it wasn't for what you're getting ready to say. Atlanta, uh, whatever game. Uh, I think it was last game they played against Atlanta, and he got knocked out, and it fucked me over. I probably would have beat Urban Willie's league. I would have at least moved on to the next round. Probably right. not won any money back, but I would have moved on. And then my number one, surprised beyond belief that this dot did not come up in anybody's list especially yours will be jimmy garoppolo yeah i he he had, is, I, had i not taken wins garoppolo was my second choice he is my number one as far as this top five goes because a situation well hold on a as he's started he's never lost uh, you can attribute his Patriots win to the team already being there. But when you get traded to a team like San Francisco, who's kind of picking up the pieces as they go, and it's, I mean, you've, I mean, in a way, he kind of completely just, I don't want to say turn the franchise around because we're not there yet, but they turned a new leaf midseason or whatever it was that he finally started. I mean, they won every game he started. Yeah. Um, San Francisco was they went from, shit, too. So, they went I mean, from, no offense, Shelly, they went from being Brown's Brown level. status. You know, and I'm not, I'm not saying 5'11 is something to brag about, but when you go from being winless to winning all five games that he started from whenever he started to the end of the season, you've probably got something on your hands. He's obviously learned a lot from being under Brady. You know, I know that somewhat from uh, Brissett going to Indy. I mean, it was there. Sure. That was just, I don't. I'm not putting that on him. That was the team was just shit, and you know, I'm glad Pagano's gone now. But um, to me, he is the next face of the NFL. And that's I'll a t- bold statement. I I well, totally on. think that. San Francisco, would you want anyone else, though? I think it's great. I love him there. I, I think he's a perfect fit for them. Sure. I build, think, or, hey, build the team around him, and then he can be great. Exactly. <clears throat> they are a receiver and a running back away from being the team that they were. You have Hyde. You need you need that counterpart like the Camara, like the McCaffrey, uh, that, that, yeah, okay, like the Sproles. You have Hyde. Hyde's good. He is says. good, but I don't think he runs as angry as he was when he first came yeah. into the league. He has bad Achilles, and he's old. True. Yeah, he's At this point now, yeah, so he's he, only like which is, which is 
Is he 29? I don't know. Let me lead you into my honorable mentions yeah. because of Jimmy being uh, my number one as top five stars. The only thing that Jimmy's got going against him is he is a traditional drop back passer. And, His completion and, rate's really good, though. So let me no question. Let me no question. so let me so let me explain this. My top honorable mention is Wentz. No, oh, we okay. So that's the only player out of all fifteen that we said. Well, I guess well, sixteen. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna categorize these two as the same thing here. Um, <laughs> wow, I didn't realize how long this was going for. Not that I'm complaining, but uh, I'm gonna run through this. These two here that I have for honorable mentions, Wentz and Deshaun Watson. And I'm going to say that because I hope personally that we have not seen their potential in their rookie season. Mm-hmm. Because now they've both had major injuries. How can they come back from those? Sure. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, and that's, uh, I actually was, was really considering putting Deshaun Watson in my top five. Same. Well, that's, how that's the thing. He Here, was. Here's how my top five went initially. Carson Wentz, Deshaun Watson, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jared Goff, Todd Gurley. That was my initial top five. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. So I dialed it back a little bit. And so the only reason Wentz and Watson get my honorable mentions and they're not in my top five is because of the injuries. Yeah. And because they're rookies and because I want to see how they come back from these injuries. Watson, the only the only thing I don't like about Watson is his style is a little bit different than get on the edge. He's not a... T- traditional drop back passer. He seems very... Um, and he's also not a play-action, get-on-the-edge kind of passer. He's one of those in-between guys that... He really, slings it. I'm not really it's sure. Like the, it, well, yeah, it's the, like the Kurt Warner but a very, black and fast version. A very go-with-the-flow go with the, <laughs> go the quarterback, would that be an accurate yeah. assumption? Yeah. He, like he, a, he very, a, a very on-the-whim kind of, kind of... Exactly. He makes a lot of shit happen out of nothing. And it's like, right. if that doesn't work... I mean, and he was leading the league in touchdowns up you know, after he was injured for, like, what, two more weeks or something like that? I mean, yeah. so he gets my honorable mention because – and him and Wentz in the same category because they were just dominating beyond belief, and then the injuries happened. And now, for me, I want to see how they come back from the injuries. And then my last – I only have three here. I don't, remember, I don't know how many you guys have. Uh, my last honorable mention will be Zeke. Sure. Uh, can he come back from this – better than he was before his suspension can he also learn to uh stay out of trouble be an adult exactly <laughs> unfortunately we've seen that with so many guys they get in trouble a couple times and they just cannot seem to get out of that rut um so real quick if you guys want to run through your honorable mentions if you have them for this category yeah no problem so I had I, I struggled with this one really, really badly. I almost did not put Alvin Kamara in my top five because I really, really, really like and wanted to put David Johnson in it, running back out of Arizona. I mean, dude is the epitome of the dual threat running back. He was unbelievable in uh, you know the season, not this season, this last season. Um, Unfortunately, you know, got hurt or whatever. But uh, the only reason I didn't put him in my top five is the uncertainty of Carson being gone and Bruce Arians retiring, you know, being being gone. 
two of maybe the most important parts of their, their franchise gone. So the uncertainty of who is his quarterback going to be, the uncertainty of do they get a defensive coach, do they get a, an offensive guy who will make sure he gets – 20 touches a game. You know, it's stepping around the dog vomit here. It's a little, a little, We're not going to hide it, so just go ahead. A little uncertain, and it's the only reason he didn't make it. Uh, I really like and Do wanted to, move, to okay. uh, include Devontae Freeman. Yeah. Uh, I'm not sure that anybody can keep his physicality up for very much longer. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Mike Evans, wide receiver, Tampa Bay Bucks, man. For sure. That dude is going to be a star. But I'm a little disappointed in myself that I didn't have any wide receivers in my in any of the the part of this. But uh, I because th- I think they're stars now. Well, uh, yeah, you, th- you think AJ about AJ Green. Th- think about the 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 quarterback slinging the ball all over the field. It's OBJ. Like, it's like what Antonio Brown is able to do is yeah. unbelievable. And him of all people. But but it's like, are there going to be enough receptions and touchdowns to go around? I don't know. Right. right. I, I don't know. Mike Evans will probably have the stats. But he's such a douche and hot-headed that I don't think anybody will want to talk to him. Right. Uh, Jameis the same on that team. Uh, another another really top-coming guy is uh, Jordan Howard, running back for the, the Bears. Yeah. But he's kind of too ins- inconsistent, and Chicago is Chicago. Right. Trubisky, I know somebody put a post on the, our page about Oh, Trubisky. yeah, I'm going to get to those once you guys finish your honorable um, I'm going I'm to bring up everybody else's list for their top five. Leonard Fournette. I mean, you know, okay. dude is so physical. It's like, yeah, you know, I really wanted to add him, but he wasn't even healthy at LSU, and he's not been healthy in the pros. I like McCaffrey. That's true. Dude is too small. I, I think that he can keep it up for a little while, but it's it's the same as uh, he's not any different to me than Danny Woodhead. He's not any different to me than Darren Sproles, and those were guys that we loved watching. They were right. lightning bugs. They were energetic. They were catalysts for their teams. All they, of a sudden, they were just well. They, they I don't. I don't think they have the star power. We are. We talked about a little bit about Jay Ajayi. Okay. Okay. I get you. I get what you're saying. It, we, we talked a little bit about uh, Jay Ajayi. I really think he he and Wentz. I mean, could be two of the top fives. Uh, Ajayi is unbelievable. Wentz is unbelievable. So those two together, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if Jay Ajayi is in the top two or three in rushing stats here in the next couple of years. I got you. And uh, the only other one that I would even consider maybe cracking top ten-ish status is Joe Mixon. Um, there was no, a, I, we had at least two mentions of that, I can tell you for sure, of people who had them in their top five future to, stars. To me, to me, no one succeeds in Cincinnati. I mean, we're talking across the board. I feel you. No one succeeds in Cincinnati. I feel you until completely. until you know who gets put into the ground. Yeah. No one's going to succeed in Cincinnati. Fair. AJ Green. I mean, he he's successful. Career, career dead. Yeah, he's successful. Has been successful. Could have been Randy but, Moss. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Andy Dalton the same. You know, really good pocket passer. Say <clears throat> what you want about him. Say anything about his red hair. I don't care. Um, could have been really good if okay. he if he wasn't in Cincinnati. That's that's really it. That's all. That's all the guys. Um, Willie, run through your yeah. I'll throw, I'll throw out quick. a couple. I mean, we got a little bit of time left because here. we had the five year mention. I mean, DeAndre Hopkins, yeah. honestly, oh, one of sure. the best in the league for sure. Um, I, I Adam Thielen, I think he's 
proved himself with the quarterback that's not necessarily, you know, your Tom Brady status. He put up a great, great year. Um, on the receivers, I mean, Tyreek Hill, he's a, he's a dominant threat. He can run the ball a little bit, too. He's fast. Yeah. He's going he's gonna to get points. Yeah. Um, I know these are all receivers at the moment. Uh, Connor Cup. Um, Cooper. Or Cooper Cup, sorry. Um, he... I, I, another another young receiver on it with a young quarterback. Wes Walker ability, uh, you know what I mean, the slot guy. He's one of the better yeah. route runners. In oh, the absolutely. Exactly, yeah. for sure. Um, a, a guy that had to really grow up this year with the trading of Kelvin Benjamin is Devin Funches. Oh, yeah, for He's sure. He's under five years. For I sure. think he put up a great season. Michael Thomas, We I think we'd already mentioned him before. I think he yeah. only has potential. Um, I also had Mixon, I had Elliott, I had Fournette. Um, I mean, Melvin Gordon, you can't forget about this guy. He's he's kind of quietly really put up some solid stats. Um, Howard as well, I had him. Jordan. Jordan Howard. Um, uh, you know, Delvin Cook, hopefully he can come back from the injury. He put up a couple great games. and right. It's it's a very limited limited stat, but... I think they really want him to work out. And then my last one would be, like, um, if if I had to pick a quarterback that hasn't been mentioned now. Eh, no, actually, I mean, golf wins, Watson. I mean, you only got to go with somebody no. that's not been mentioned. I mean, if you feel he's – if you feel no, he's, that's about it. I mean, Carr's technically within our five-year mark. That would be my only other one. We'll see. We'll see with Gruden. Yeah. We'll see. Right. I did think I, about I him like and Cooper. We'll see. Like yeah. Carr a lot. Uh, just some mentions here from people who commented on this post by the top uh, five. Uh, a good buddy of mine, Jim McNeil, he said Alvin Kamara, Deshaun Watson, Cooper Cup. Another one uh, we haven't mentioned, Marshawn Lattimore. Okay. That's uh, and Josh Doxson. Uh, so thank you, Jim, for uh, those suggestions. I did make a little mention about Marshawn Lattimore. Yeah. Because he was defense. Defense, that's it. Yeah. Uh, I got my cousin Brian here. He – I. I'm not going to, like, dog him here on this post. He he had a couple college guys on here, but um, he got Kamara. I think Kamara is a consensus amongst everybody here. I think we realize that this guy is going to be uh, a pretty big star here coming up soon. Uh, he, along with me, had Garoppolo on his list as well. Uh, O.J. Howard, he mentioned. I, I'm not familiar with this. He yeah, Linebacker for Oakland, right? So, OJ no, Howard, no, no, no. Tight end for. I was thinking tight end for the Bucks. Yeah, out of Oklahoma. Tight end for the Bucks. Yeah, okay. Yeah. You're right. Um, Sorry. So, in uh, a college name here, uh, he, he'll be coming in Saquon Barkley. That's yeah. without a doubt. Dude, if he sure. lands on the Giants, like that's yeah. a perfect fit. And then he had uh, Roquan Smith. I'm not. Uh, linebacker Georgia. Okay. okay. Also coming into the league, I think third overall. Yeah, that's fair enough. I'll take those answers. I'll take answers uh, any day at all. And then uh, we had here between your brother, Ty, and uh, Mr. Jay Tisla, who even presented this one. He second Tanner's uh, comments, so I'm going to assume he agrees with all of those, and we'll just read them out as this. is We had Mitchell Trybisky, Leonard Fournette, Nelson Aguilar, Dante Fowler, and again, another Marshawn Lattimore. All great choices. 
all great picks. I think ours and our explanations were very amazing. I thank you both for uh, <laughs> your <laughs> your homework assignment that I did not assign to you. You just kind of made it into that, but I appreciate sure. it all. We appreciate all the comments from Absolutely. everybody here. Um, real quick here because we're going on almost an hour and 45 minutes here on this podcast. And I knew it would do that. We still have another part to do here. I have a couple questions for you guys. I, I told you I did, but I uh, did not tell you what they were. Is uh, in your guys' opinions, are there going to be any teams this coming year that have the turnaround similar to like Jacksonville and the Rams? Would those? Would, let me ask you this: Would those two? Would those two teams be in your guys' opinions the teams that really turned a corner this year more than anybody? Yeah, yeah, I would, I would say no, so. Absolutely. Yeah, I would say so. Um, it, I mean, they were bottom of the pack last year, right. and now they're – I mean, Jacksonville just competed to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So. Oddly enough, I think two teams that have pretty good potential uh, would be uh, two teams that are in the same division as Jacksonville. Uh-huh. The Indianapolis Colts. I think they could be scary with uh, Josh McDaniels coming in. Well, a, you a know leg- that I'm not going to disagree with that. Allegedly. I'm sitting here and my Colts uh, pull up that you got for him Christmas. So thank uh, you. Allegedly, Josh McDaniels coming on board. No, he is. If Andrew Luck can play an entire season, I mean, my, my dude, Andrew Luck, is elite. And uh, the other team would be the Texans. Uh, you know, it, a little bit of uncertainty there. Again, but they have with an, Watson. Un- yeah. They have. They were. I read. I read. A, I don't know. Ten page article last year uh, in Sports Illustrated that was talking about how the Texans were going to be the team to take down the Patriots uh-huh. because they had all the keys. And then the only key that they didn't have after Watson went down was Watson quarterback. Yeah. Well, I guess JJ Watt, but they made up for JJ Watt being hurt. You know, I'm not too concerned about their defense. They seem to have no. at least people to plug in there yeah. to get them by because they have an offense strong enough to outbeat the other team's defense. Right. So is that your Colts and Texans? Yeah. I mean, I would have to. I wish you would have told me this yesterday so I could think of all the teams. But <laughs> that's what this is about, man. I know. To be on I the know. fly. So that's your two teams: Colts and Texans. Willie, yeah, I think the Giants have a pretty good potential too. Your uh, Giants need a lot of help, but. You know, wishful thinking. They still have Manning. Well, so. I, I don't. I don't think they're this year. I don't think they were too far off as the pieces. The pieces that they were. O line, running year. back, yeah. gone. I, I I'm not saying they have to go from worst to first. Yeah, I'm right. saying teams that Will were necessarily better. yes. I, I think if I remember correctly, week four, week five, when the O and four Giants were playing the O and four, I think. Chargers, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, and the Giants ended up losing that game, going zero right. and five. I, I, th- I want to say that the the first five games they lost by like less less than a touchdown. It wasn't much right. every single game. So like when it, they're they're a couple of points away from starting this past season out five and zero. Right, and we might be talking about a, a totally different NFC representative. Willie, uh, off the top, two teams. Of my, do you think off the top of my head, I think if, if Deshaun Watson can come back for the Texans and be the way that he was. I think the Texans are right there for sure um, to kind of piggyback on Ty. Uh-huh. Um, the other t- I mean, shit, I can't go wrong with picking the Browns, right? They can only go up. They got to win a game next year. I, you know, I they have to win. They, they have a lot of talent on that team. They it, really exactly. do. They are not that fucking bad. Like I, I mean, seriously, like 
I mean, we're uh, not we're not like hating on you. No, here, I'm not so, at like, all. We're really like, not. Seriously, like I, you know, how can they I not? was scared when they almost beat the Colts. They Fuck. almost came back and beat them. And they, they were, were down hey, twenty eight to seven. They were really, halftime. really, really, really close half the season. I do. Is Deshaun or uh, not like Deshaun when he Watson, talked is, about? Uh, like, is Kaiser their answer? No, probably not. No, but, in my opinion, no. which is but like what he talked about with the Giants, they were only just a couple. Scores off of yeah beaten. I I mean I'll say the Browns and Texans off. Like I said, I haven't I like really that. looked into it, but I'll say Browns Texans. Go for it. I didn't really look this myself, so you don't have to feel bad about it. I just was an off the cuff question I thought about. I'll believe you. So uh, I think the consensus again. I hate to use that word like enormously, but consensus would be Texans again. Yeah. Mine, yeah. Because Deshaun Watson was on my honorable mentions for his stars. God, Can he come back unreal. from the injury? Can he be as good as he was before he got injured? Texans would be my one. My second one would be San Francisco. Yeah, that's good. I kind of figured that one. Yeah, that would be my second one. Very good. Because Jimmy has seemed to ignite this fire in this team. All of a sudden, they are just a couple pieces away from really putting it back together from where they were. Uh, I hate to mention this cocksucker's name, but Colin Kaepernick when he was with them. <laughs> but they also had Harbaugh as coach so let's not ever forget that yeah, there were a lot of different pieces then exactly there's um, really not even a lot of pieces there right now and they still won a few games in the season so I, I look for san fran actually being a solid i mean they're gonna win six it's, games I, next year. to me it's to me it's gonna be between them and the rams i think seattle's even out of the question yeah my opinion seattle has a lot of question marks too i'm gonna say that a year like this will uh, Pete Carroll will be able to rein in like, Russell and, and some of the other guys. In my we'll in my opinion, that team was a running back and a running back yeah. only away away from being a for sure. I agree. So real quick, I want predictions with no explanations. I don't think I need to ask you. You do not, and I will not answer until after it happens. Okay, uh, Will Eagles. Going? Okay, there we go. <laughs> For anybody that doesn't understand, only because I, he was a bitch about it. I'm asking Super Bowl predictions. <laughs> I gotta go with my boy Brandon Brooks. Okay, I, I, I want to. I want to ring. That's that's that. my only. I'll I'll take that without technical explanations. Absolutely. If that's your reason for, I'll take it. What's up? Well, it, I, um, yeah. So like, uh, I just. I mean, okay. I've let's let's settle the score here. If Brady were to drop his pants right in front of Ty, Ty would just suck him off until his dick fell off. So. We know you're going with the Patriots. Yes. If he would allow that, I I would allow. And that's it as your well. reason because you would suck him off. So good thing. Sure. Yeah, I've already I've said his name a couple of times on this podcast. I've said it you know a time or two on the last podcast. Um, but uh, yeah, so so I don't like to talk about it before it happens. I don't necessarily dislike the Eagles. That's fine. I th- I think their fans their fans I, are a bit dickish. I hate the yeah, fans. I don't, I don't really care for them. I'm not looking forward to this Sunday's Royal Rumble for that reason. Yeah, I know. Matter they, matter of fact. Philadelphia is the biggest shithole that I've ever. I didn't want to say that, but yeah, visited. don't don't walk around in that city with without shoes on. <laughs> no, don't. You might step on a needle here and there. That's neither here nor there. <laughs> okay. Anyway, prediction. <laughs> I don't. Uh, I'm not going to give you my prediction because I don't I, like I'll to give, talk I'll about give it before it happens. I'll go. 31, 31, 28, Philly. Let me let me tell you that let me tell you uh, not really why, but let me tell you that uh, it's an understood kind of thing that I won't. Uh, I know you guys. Kind of uh-huh. knew that going in. Uh, one of what, my brother-in-law uh, shout out, sh- shout out to uh, Rhino. 
And uh, you gotta let me know when you're gonna do this stuff. <laughs> Shout out to Rhino who told me uh, the other day that they were watching the AFC and NFC championships and they were planning a Super Bowl party. And then after the AFC game was over, you know, Rhino said, uh, or I'm sorry, Haley said, "Hey, um, you know, what, we should get some food, or what time should we have it, or whatever." And Ryan said, um, "We're not going to have a Super Bowl party because Ty and Meg won't be there." And Haley said, "Why wouldn't they come?" And Ryan said, "Because the Patriots are in the Super Bowl. Ty's yep. not going to go anywhere but his own house for that." Yep. And I won't. I'm going to do exactly what I did last year. I'm going to sit on the same couch. Uh, with my son and my and my wife, and and you almost turned the game off. I did not. I would never do that. I did make my wife go upstairs. Ah! And Meg, and then bad luck, Meg. When they Meg. were sh- shout out, Meg. We love you. Love you, Megs. So I don't know. I think it was they were down a touchdown, and I heard her open the bedroom door, and I said, "Don't you even fucking think about it." <laughs> So, unfortunately, I did not get to see the end of the game with anyone except my <laughs> then year and three-quarter son. <laughs> and that's, I've heard that before, but that's still funny as hell. Uh, you know, it's hard to pick. If, if no, Phil- it is not. Yeah, it is, motherfucker. If, if Philly plays the way they did against Minnesota, I don't think New England stays a chance. I don't think they stand a chance. No one in the league would stand a chance. That's why it happened last week. But can they do it twice in a row? Yes. Mm. Yes, I think they can. Mm. Can Foles close his eyes and throw that well? But because Again. every because every time I've bet against the Patriots, it has never worked in my favor. So, Will, I don't mean to outdo you two to one, only because... <laughs> <laughs> I see what you're doing here, and they don't listen to the hype. They will. And they'll fucking lose because of it. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, as I said last week, they're a team that you just cannot bet against no, usually. Absolutely. I, I'm picking that with just hopefulness. Right, I got that, you. Yeah, that, and I, I, the same way. I personally think that the Patriots will win their sixth championship. And if I'm picking in hopefulness. Brady will have to add another finger to his hand. If I'm picking in hopefulness, I'm picking Eagles. If I'm picking in realistic manners, I'm picking flip, New England. Flip my score, and that's how I went with, 31-28. Uh, you know what? I'm going 24-20 New England. Oh, there you go. Because I think defenses are going to make a stand in this game. <clears throat> so uh, we'll wrap that up right there because we've almost gone two hours with this. Yeah. As expected, as known, if we were to continue with the second part, it'd probably be rolling on four. Sure. Uh, so, uh, again, we'll... Thank you again for having us. Hey, we welcome. have another part coming up. We're not done talking, everybody. No, we're, not. we're done for uh, this segment. We're, we're just, you know, we hope you enjoyed the stories, the the bullshit, the, the, the I mean, just anything that us dudes talk about. We know we have lady fans out there, and we're sorry that we're not talking we one about. Right there. We're sorry we're not talking about, like, tampons and shit like that, because I think that's Aww. what you're all into. Oh, what? No, what? No. What? Yeah, that was bad. That was a bad joke. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. <laughs> hey, real quick. Anybody who has stuck around this long, I just want to let you know that this is not going to be the way it is every week. Uh, as far Sometimes as, we get carried away. Yeah, well, we absolutely as, did. I, I looked at the time, and I'm like, okay, we probably need to wrap this up. And then we just keep calling 20 more minutes. And I'm like, oh, yeah. shit, 20 more minutes. So, so we've had some comments, and, and they weren't mean or anything. They were some of our close friends saying things like, you know, like, 
This oh, is me, all fun. Let me, this is all a good time. Oh, let me carve out an hour and a half of my day. Like You don't have to take an hour we, and a half of your day. We have to take an hour and a half of our yeah. day. You can cut it up into however many segments we you want to. We are enjoying this very much. I'm having a good time. I got a good buzz going on. Uh, shout out to Natty Daddies. Shout out to Keystones, Mr. Will. That's right. What are you drinking, Shelly? Keystone. She went bottom of the barrel. Okay, so shout out to Coors, and again, shout out to Keystone. And again, uh, you know what? I took a swig, so shout out to Evan Williams. Uh, like I was drinking last week, too, when I was, we stayed up all fucking night. Damn, I forgot about that story. That could be another ten minutes. We'll save that for next time. Definitely could. Okay. Uh, so, again, everybody, thank you again. This is part one of this episode. We have another part coming up which is a total tribute to ACDC because I, Ryan, am sitting with two of the biggest ACDC fans that I know of. So if you listen, thank you. If you don't, whatever. That's your preference. Tie mouth, fuck you, so I'll go ahead and say it. Oh, man. Oh, on Front Street. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> that means he's just kidding. <laughs> so, thank you again, everybody. Stick around. We got part two coming up. I hope you've enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed the next part. Again, go to our Facebook page, Gone Shooting Podcast. Like, uh, share. If you don't understand that name, I'll explain it in the next one again. I explained it in the first one, but I'll explain it in the next one as well because, again, it has to do with ACDC. It has to do with other things, but thank you for. Uh, tagging along with us thank you for checking us out thank you for listening and we will see you again on the next episode of the gone shooting podcast